macam <laughs> ready to do something ready to have a nice clean family show is what we're ready to do so um, welcome back to um, the not up show the show where we talk about what it is that we're doing to take charge of our lives mm-hmm. to grab our nuts and uh, mm-hmm. do what we need to do to get stuff done that's right just like like a squirrel like a squirrel going in there collecting all the nuts then winter time comes yep they eat them I don't know I don't know what do they do with them after I don't know I'm like sure them. they eat them. That's like them and get eaten by an, e- an eagle. Yeah, probably. I don't know what happens. Anyways, Maybe. yeah, so that's 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 us. That's what we do. That's what so you're here. Do. You're here to listen to, to us talk about that kind of stuff. And today we're going to talk about maybe it's it's weird, not like a hot topic of the day, even though mm. we've been talking about it for forever. Never, yeah. Um, but I guess maybe now is a good time to talk about it. And that's homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, because... You know, it doesn't matter what side of, you know, the fence you might be sitting on um, since everything is so politicized these these days. Mm -hmm. Um, But about returning to school Mm -hmm. and vaccinated, not vaccinated, masks, Masks, no masks. I want to know who is. I don't care who is. Yep. Um, I mean, it's all this big jumble and virtual school, real school. Is there is that a thing, too? Yeah, I think you can still have that. um that option in some school, like in some school boards, I'm pretty sure. Really? I think Interesting. so. Here in Nova Scotia or just? I don't know. I don't think, yeah, I don't even know. Probably. I think there's going to be some <laughs> people that just don't want to send their kids back and would prefer to do right. it virtual. Right. And I, think, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I think there's going to be like parents on, on both sides. I mean, I don't, I, I hate to say, first of all, this whole debate that there's just two sides. There's, there's so, so much nuance and everyone's just yeah. like, you're this or yeah. It's like, no, no. but I think it's going to be, there's going to be people that, don't want to put uh, put their kids back in school because they're afraid they're going to get something and they don't think that it's mm-hmm. the mandates are strong enough maybe whatever yeah. and then there's going to be others that are like no I don't want to put my kid in school because I don't want to get them yeah. like so it's like it's yeah yeah I don't know well, it's, and it's, then just, I think people, it's just a mess and then I think there's going to be people in the middle too where we're just like oh we had kids I had to homeschool them or I had to be in like way more involved in their education and I actually really enjoyed it and the kids learned better so we want to continue on with and just keep going yeah yeah I that's think that's true as well so yeah that's a whole nother thing yeah, yeah absolutely yeah um so yeah so we're going to talk about homeschooling so I figured it'd be a really good idea to talk about our experiences maybe so we've been homeschooling for I say we but mostly you yeah for how long now? This is our seventh year. So we're going on. So we've had like six full years. So we say yeah. we, we've been homeschooling for six years or homeschooling for seven years. I think this is, I'd say like six. Like this is because we pulled them out in January. So we had like that half of a school year. Right, right. Yeah. So, so January of. I forget the year, but Tristan, <laughs> Tristan was in grade four and he's grade 10 okay. this year. So, so in January, we will have been doing it for seven years. Yeah. 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 So almost seven years. Almost it's, seven what years. is it? September now? Yeah. 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 So, so, so a long time. So I guess, you know, we have learned a few things all, along the way. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, why don't we just start by talking about what drove our decision mm. in the first place mm. uh, in, in terms of deciding to homeschool mm-hmm. really? So I think the thing was, I always knew school was going to be an issue for Tristan because we've talked about it before, but Tristan has autism. And when he was diagnosed at two, he was completely nonverbal and um, remained so until like five. And even then it was just like one words. It wasn't sentences. It wasn't real communication. It was just still getting there. It was that long, eh? Yeah. Um, so I always knew it was going to be an issue. And so 
it was always like preparing, preparing, preparing for that time because we couldn't even get anyone like to watch the kids. So putting them in school for that long, I was just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So we started at a cooperative preschool. So then I was able to go in and we had a worker. I was able to get to go in with him just to get used to that routine. And then we had such an amazing relationship with our original school in Waterloo. Right. We had a huge meeting the summer before he started his kindergarten year and everyone was there. We had principal, vice principal. We had the teacher, the actual teacher, the teacher, uh, the EAs, um, educational assistants. We had the teacher from the preschool. We had the worker in the preschool that was with him. Like we had everybody. That meeting was huge. The table was gigantic. And the whole point was, this is the kid that's coming to you. This is the strategies at work with him. And let's all work together as a team so that he has the best educational experience possible. So, um, and a lot of work went into that. He had an independent education plan. Well, and even before that, like I made this whole big, like all about me page. So they kind of knew what to expect, what his different noises were, all of these things. It was like a two page document. Right. So let's, maybe let's just back up a second here. Let me ask you a couple questions. So, how did you even get to the point where you were able to have this sit down meeting with all of these important people? Like, I mean, there's so many school kids in a school board. Yeah. They don't have time to meet with a parent like this and have such an in-depth meeting. Right. So yeah. how did, how did that happen? So that was, that was just the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You could just have to do it. You have to call everybody. You have to just call everybody up to say, look, this is what needs to happen. We need to have a meeting before this kid gets into school. So let's arrange it. Everybody, like we got to pick a date. Cause it wasn't only that, then I was also going to say there was someone from kids ability there that did his speech, speech in occupational and kids ability is the child development, um, organization in for Waterloo region. And uh, probably most major cities will have something like they'll this. They'll have a child development center. Yeah, ours was just called kids ability. Right. Um, Toronto's is called like Blurview or something like that. Um, so, and then he, even like his, um, so his, what was that? I forget the name of his therapy that we got now. Oh, like the IBI? <laughs> yeah. IBI. Yeah. So is, um, intensive behavioral intervention therapist. Mm-hmm. She was there as well. So like that was a, it was a huge meeting. Yep. Um, so I was, I called everybody and I said like, we all need to meet because we all can have input into what is best and how to move forward best with him. So yep. that was just a lot of like parental advocation. So for somebody who might be listening as like, I, I want to, you know, I have a child with special needs or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to talk to a school board and get this kind of mm-hmm. set up. So you're saying the, the key to success with trying to get some kind of meeting like this, even if it's not as big as what, what you were just describing, yeah. is to just really be that advocate for your child and that it's going to take a long time. Like it's not going to be like, call up the principal says, I want to have this meeting. They're like, sure, let's do it. Yeah, no. It's going to be a, like a lot of, yeah, a lot the, of sweat the, work. The thing is too, is like you're going to have people that like our IBI therapist, all the therapists, plus the preschool, they knew me and we already had a relationship. So they were really willing because they wanted him to be successful too. And so this school was awesome and they were also willing. So that helped as well. There was no resistance at all. Um, And the fact that too, 
that it was like almost a brand new school, I think, when yeah. we went there. Yeah, it was, it was like, like yeah, a year or two year, in or whatever. Yeah. So, and I think, I mean, we should probably actually do like a whole other podcast about like talking working about with your school because yeah, that's how a, to do it. Yeah, because that's a really big one. And I was really successful at Millen Woods, which was why it really hurt when we moved to Sudbury. And yeah. I was so unsuccessful with that school. And so. But that too, that whole school was a whole other issue too, because it was not a good school. No, it was right? not a good And they school. didn't have the resources either that Millenwood had. So that's another thing too. Like some schools have good resources. Some of them have bad, but I think the people so that were at talk, the top too. Let's talk about school culture because that's a big thing. Um, one really great book to read about school culture and creating a really good school culture is called The Leader in Me. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how to create a leadership culture within the school. Do you know the author of that book? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he used the same guy that wrote like the seven habits of highly effective people. So okay. we can put that in the show notes, I guess. Sure. Uh, it's an excellent book. Um, and so definitely the school culture at the first school was really cooperative. Everyone was involved with everything. You had kids in grade six that were paired with kindergarten kids. The janitor was even like a highly respected team member of the school. Like everyone worked together. Everyone was always like, it was great. Um, But the culture of the other school was not like that at all. It was Mm -hmm. totally a me versus them. We have to beat these students into submission. They need to do what we're saying. It wasn't collaborative teamwork at all so how do you identify that so like what, what do you mean when you say like oh it's me versus the, the kids well <laughs> um there was a lot of yelling so Tristan when we put him in that school he was on a modified day so he was only really there for a couple hours so I would drop him off in the morning and then pick him up a little bit after noon right so I would have to sit in the office and wait for him and across the room from the office was a kindergarten class Mm -hmm. the yelling that I heard in that class was unreal like the teacher yelling at the yes, kids. Yes. And this is, we're talking yes. kindergarten, kindergarten here. So like three to five year olds. Yeah. yeah. And then you have these adults yelling at them yeah. for and whatever reason. Yeah. And then Maya would also tell us that like their gym class, the teachers would just yell at them. So I would believe her because I had heard it myself, right? On your feet, Megan. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. But the, I guess the thing that was the most disheartening was I had been told that because of school board bureaucracy, that it was going to take a while for Tristan's independent education plan, which had all of his accommodations and modifications that he needed to make him successful at school, um, which me and the teachers and special ed department at the other school had worked tirelessly on. That that information, because of the bureaucracy, would take months to get to that school. And for them to be able to access it. It's like you couldn't just take the, f- so, the folder and just give it to them. So what I did was I was like, well, this is bullshit. that's fucking ridiculous. So I emailed the school, introduced myself to the principal, let her know we were, we had registered Tristan. This is what's happening. This is the kid that's coming in. Here are all of the attachments. Here's his all about me page. Cause by this time he was in grade four. Here's yeah. his all about me page. Here's his IEP. Here's his safety plan. Here's his psychoeducational assessment. I don't want you to have to wait. I want you to have it now. And I did this in end of October. And so we didn't move. Right, because he wasn't starting until January. We, he didn't start till January. So they had two months of lead time. Not only that, the special ed department, his teacher at the time, as well as his EA and the principal all were like, 
give us, give them our number, we are willing to talk to them okay. to help you have a successful transition here. So done. So, so what happened? So then I go in to meet Tristan's teacher before and I can just, I can just, you can just tell. With oh people, yeah, someone's right? not interested. or they're just, just not yeah. interested. And so not only that, I brought hard copies of all of those things for him as well just because that's who I am. Yeah. And he, I was like, oh, and here's the, you know, this. And, and he was just like, oh, like not interested. Like didn't even want to touch it. Like it was almost like a scene out of a movie, right? When yeah. they, you give them papers and they don't even want to touch them. I don't like, I don't like people yeah, having things. Yeah, it was so weird. So I was like. So it's like they don't, they're not even going to read it. So I was like, yeah, this isn't, I, I don't. So then no. it's like, it's like going back to what you're saying before. It's like, you got to put in the work to get your teachers or whatever into that meaning. But yeah. then it's like. You can't if someone's if so. It's like maybe it's a combination of hard work, but also a combination of luck in terms yes, of the actual school that we got. It is, yeah. So then the other thing I had asked was, is there some way you can pull EA support? So there's an educational assistant. Can you pull some support just for? I mean, he's only there for two hours a day. Can you pull some support? and help him transition to this new school. He's moved to a new city, which yeah. if you know kids with autism, this is a transition is not an easy thing. So you have that and a new school. Like, can you pull a little bit of help? He's only, no, not yeah, happening. They didn't do anything. Not yeah. happening at all. It's completely unwilling. And I was met with just like, how could you even suggest something so ridiculous? Yeah. So then the straw that broke the camel's back was I had gone to pick him up the one day and he, uh, the principal had was just like, yeah, it was not a good day. Like it was bad. And I was like, why didn't anyone call me? Like, why wouldn't you call yeah. me to let me know? And so she's starting to tell me about it and I don't see the teacher anywhere. And then, then he's leading the whole class at like out from the gym past the office. And I said, Oh, hi. Like, you know, the principal just told me that he had a really rough day today. Like what happened? And he's trying to talk to me a little bit and I'm seeing what had happened as he's telling me. And I'm like, Oh, well, have you read the IEP? Because if you do this and this and this, but that the IEP list, like it, that's what you would do. Right. And he just kind of looked at me and he's like, I didn't, I haven't read the I, the IEP. Yeah. You've had it for three months and you haven't, this kid is in your class, had been in your class for three weeks and you don't take the, t it's going to make your life easier. I don't even know this. I'm yeah. losing my shit on this guy. Yeah. So I was just Anyways, like, but I, I was knew just the like, whole thing was bad. Yeah, we're done here. And so it wasn't only just Trist. Obviously, that's enough to take, want to pull your kid out, right? No. And then, so then the other thing was both the principal and teacher were there at the same time once I was told about this. And I said, well, what, like, again, I'm always like, what about some IEP support or some EA support here? Can we get someone just to help them out for a little bit till we, right. till we get past this? And they're like, no, can't, but we have four congregated classrooms yeah, yeah, they, just oh, for kids with autism. Why don't to, we put them in one of those? That's all they want to do is I was push like, them in. I was like, this kid has been in mainstream class with his peers for five years. Me, everyone that's been around him have worked our butts off. He has worked his butt off to remain with his peers. And you want to separate him out? Forget it. You just want behavior management. You don't give a shit about if he's going to actually learn and succeed. So you can fuck right off yeah. I'm pulling my kid so that's disheartening as, yeah. as as a parent who wants to who really wants to work with the school 
that was so disheartening for me. So, yeah. So, I mean, it it goes to show that, I guess, you know, for people listening that maybe you just can't, there's just no way to work with a school if they're not willing to. I mean, I guess you could, you could have easily kept fighting more, right? Then you go to the school board, then you go above, you keep going above and above, but that would be such... So and I've, seen parents, and I've seen parents do this and then they go above and above and above and then it ruins that relationship between you and the teacher. Oh, and of course, because it, it's like there's it's, resentment and then of course they're not going to treat your kid very well. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. So, so look, yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult and it's interesting. So like even we could just back up even before we, yeah. we even had kids. And I have the whole personal philosophy that I just think school is completely horrible for kids even to begin with Mm -hmm. so there was already that uh, impetus or whatever to to not even have the kids in school because i just don't believe in it because (laughs) i don't believe in it it's kind of a stupid word it exists it's there no no it doesn't um but i just think like i just see school now as pretty much just a glorified daycare Daycare, where they just stick kids in and then maybe some kids learn or whatever. And I think it's good for some kids to learn and whatever. And I didn't have that bad of it. Like, yes, actually, well, I think I did. I think I did really have some pretty hard times with, with bullies and all that kind of stuff. And, and just, with teachers and yeah, because yeah, I don't remember very much of uh, of things, but I mean, I guess I did kind of learn, but when I did learn, it was just kind of on your own when you're like, okay, finally, I kind of have to learn this stuff. It wasn't from sitting in class and yeah. learning. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, I think it's good for some people and they'll learn really well, mm-hmm. but for most people, I mean, it's not tailored and, yeah. you know, you have all these kids together and you have like one teacher and everyone's just running around. And well, and I think a really good example, um, is also because it wasn't it, obviously Tristan was the big thing, but then it was like, well, what do we do with Maya? Like, do we also pull her out? Like, she's just yeah. fine. She's learning just fine. Well, but she I, at the new school too was horrible. Oh, there was right? still so yeah, she was being bullied, and so I was like, yeah, we're done here. Um, and like I said, the teacher yelling at them in gym class, like that's no, we're yeah, not. Yeah, it's gym class. Yeah, there should not be no yelling. It should be the funnest class ever. Yeah. Um, well, for but some I people. but I remember when we were in the old school, her teacher. This was like grade one, grade two. Her teacher came to me and said it was like during one of the parent teacher interviews, and was like, you know what, she's having some trouble in math. Like, I think you need to do some extra work with her. Like, I think you need to do. Uh, you know, she's having a hard time with this. So here's a book maybe you can read and, and you need to do extra work with her. So it kind of, and it's like, what's, uh, isn't that your job? Well, and like, this is how I feel, right? Like, I don't want to be like an asshole. And of course, if she needs extra help, obviously that's just the mom I am. I'm yeah, going to help her, do the work. Right? That's but at the same time, it's just like, are the, you fucking kidding me? It's like you're going to go to the school for, like for six hours and you can't take a little bit of extra time out and help her with math. It's almost like at work where I finish work. It's like, well, I'm going to need you to do more work yeah. because you didn't get enough work done during yeah. work time. It's like, so it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And then not only that, I really do not believe in homework for kids in elementary school. Like, no, they need to yeah. just have fun after school is finished and be yeah. with friends and family and just rest their little brains. Yeah. So I'm not doing, I'm not doing yeah. that. But so. there's also, and the other thing aside from the, the fact that the way the teaching environment is laid out, I don't mm-hmm. think it's very good for most students. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's feel like it's a people factory, you know? Yeah, um, it is. You know, people are like, parents are like, well, I got to go to work. So where are my kids going to go? I guess they're going to go yeah. to school. Yeah. Um, 
And that, it's not knocking people that mm-hmm. put their kids in school. Obviously, it's like ninety eight percent of people. Of um, so that's not the point. The, it's so there's the way that the kids are taught, which I think can be better. And I think a lot of people can probably agree that, like, yeah, the yeah. way it's taught. But it's also the actual material that's taught. It's like you go through yeah. all from like the time you're what kindergarten or whatever it's called till even high school, the end of high school, till you're like 18 years old or 17. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know how old you are now when you're done. Yeah. Um, but you don't even learn things like how to open up a bank account. Like the basics yeah. of life is not learned. Yeah. How do you do banking? So, how guess, do you make a budget? How do you even, I guess there's the home. Can account, make, like, like, you can make the argument that things like that, is that not the parents job? Because my parents took me to open up my first bank account. Okay. But even so, that, okay. Maybe that's an exaggeration. Yeah. But did they teach you? how what compound interest is oh, and how to, should, yes. and so you know, that should definitely be taught, you know, taught you how to <laughs> yeah. invest or taught you like, what are the consequences if you go off to university and have all these student loans? No. Do they tell you that? Oh, if you have student loans, this is the type of debt it is. And that it's, it can't be charged off if you're in bankruptcy, all these things yeah, yeah, yeah. that I think. And well, and I think the, the thing too is, is like, it's, it's a one size fits all approach. And so if you're a kid who say like Maya with the math and you're not, hundred percent getting it, but you don't qualify for like a learning disability because then learning disability gets you all of the special ed, mm. um, resources. But if you're just in the middle, you're kind of fucked because there's nothing for you yeah. there. So it's, it, that's why it's really, but it's most people really are in the middle. Shitty. Yeah. That's, that's why they call it the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> it's like the, the bell curve yeah, average, right? Yeah, like exactly. most people, are in that area. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, so that's, it's fundamentals of, of like how to interact and how to yeah. be productive member of society and like talking about like all the stuff that we're talking about, yes. like how can we be successful in life? You know, like we're 40 years old now yeah. and we're trying to piece that shit together. <laughs> you should piece that shit together when you're a kid. So that way you can just enjoy the shit when you're older. Yeah. Right. But you got to figure out, you got to have lessons and whatever you got to yeah. learn. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but it should be kind of ingrained at the start of like, you know, these are important values to have, you know, yeah. what, how do you want to live? Do you want to get a job? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to, you know, like yeah. these are the different things, yeah. And it, but it's okay to not know what you want to do, but give the tools, you know, you yeah, you give the tools, you just to got to give the right tools, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so those are the, so I've always been, yeah, homeschool, of course. It's, and it's, it's so it's funny thing. because I am like, are you crazy? Like, never we're never never being a homeschool mom yeah those are the people that are fundamental religious people which i'm not those are crunchy granola hippie moms that i'm just not where do you get these terms from <laughs> it's just like it was a stereotypical like you know homeschool but they're, but they're not though but now they're not and now <laughs> obviously i know they're not but back then it's like that's, that's what, what you thought what i thought right so yeah. so so i was always for homeschool like you're saying you weren't always homeschool or you've had like i imagine you had like really bad reser or like not bad reservations but you had a lot of reservations, reservations and yeah. a lot of self-doubt oh, yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so i guess like the thing is is yeah like i think when you're kind of like up against like an institute you feel like you're like up against an institution and you're just kind of like who the hell do i think i am that I can teach my kids. Like I know better than than the school system. The board of education. Like, so there was that. There was, um, 
there was also what is my family gonna say what's my mom gonna say what are my friends gonna say like there was all that kind of peer pressure that I was afraid of judgment um and just like this is like this is outside the box thinking I'm not an outside the box thinker like I've been forced to be an outside the box thinker would you say that you're an outside the box thinker now or Uh are you still I go into my box (laughs) every once in a while because it's safe space for me (laughs) Nope. Yeah. So, but no, I've That's had, fair. well, but I've had to be. Peek, I peek out the window every once in a while. <laughs> but I've had to be going. because. Oh, oh, it's cold outside. <laughs> Stay inside here. Stay in here. Uh, no, because I think because like having a, a kid with a special need, I mean, that's a whole thing you are not never expecting as a parent. You just think things are just going to. It's a whole nother. Level. Yeah. Like a uh, variable in the equation. Yeah. And so that prepared me. And then obviously this pre- is. Yeah. And so, but I also knew like, this is not a good spot for my kids. This is not a spot that I want them to be six or eight hours a day in. Like I can't, you just, I just knew it's like, I felt awful going in. I didn't even meet it. We were there for like three weeks and usually like I'm able to meet people pretty easily. Oh, so you're talking about at the school. We moved to the, to separate the new school. But like I didn't, I couldn't get like a vibe from anyone like right. even to, like to go up like, too is winter time it right and, and no but like all the parents no but like all the parents were there to pick up kids and i just mm. none of them looked friendly like i couldn't like break the ice or even make eye contact with them so Sudbury's actually not that bad for friendliness maybe it's just where we're living no, that's right. what i'm saying it was at school and the uh, people there but anyways so we were living with the poor folk <laughs> but we weren't like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And poor people are no less friendly than other people. I don't know where it's going from. I am stereotyping. <laughs> whatever. Clearly. Call, call me whatever you want. Poor people are unhappy. <laughs> Rich people are the happiest people ever. I feel like Look it's it. opposite. Look it. Yeah, it probably is opposite. Um, um, but anyways, so. Down the poor common folk. Yeah, but I guess like, the, and I think having you, obviously, you're just like, ugh, I wish we had taken them out years ago. I should never put them in. And so it's well, just yeah. like, you know, obviously- like your support, just like with everything with the kids was everything. So, so, um, so just going back to what you're saying about like, you're worried about what your mom, family or whatever was going to mm. say and friends. Mm-hmm. So how did it turn oh my out? God. Like, this is the well, thing. Were you worrying for nothing? Yeah. hundred percent. Right. Everybody was. I just want to put that on the record. <laughs> you were just like. Cause that's, that's what you do. Cause that's what you do. I want to worry about this for like <laughs> 10 <laughs> years and be like. Get myself an ulcer and yeah. whatever else. No one cares. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was so supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Except, that, except for one of your aunts and she's a teacher and she kind of grilled me. So, Oh, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't well, yeah. you could tell she's not more like all my aunts teachers. Yeah. Know, not all but she was just like, how are you going to do this? And what about this? I was like, it's okay. Just, oh, we got this. Okay, we got it's this. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't got this. What's going on? <laughs> I, know. I don't know what's going on. Fake it so, till you make it. <laughs> Yeah. If you want to be a millionaire, just act like a millionaire. It's like, I don't think it happens that way. <laughs> I want to tip you whatever. Ooh, shit, shit I, gotta, I can't oh, pay for my meal. Oh, not going to happen. Not going to help. Just going to run out the door. So we decide to finally, we move to Sudbury. We're like, that's it. We're going to pull them out of homeschool. We're going to pull them out of school and we're going to start homeschooling. Yeah. All right. So 
Actually, I say back up because we, we were in homeschooling before then too, I would imagine too, right? So uh, yeah, so it's good that you did point this out because in the summer, I would all like starting preschool, I would always do little lessons with them. Nothing big, always play-based, but always little alphabet, always reading. We've always read to them since they were yeah. in utero. Um, always reading, little bit of writing, little bit of uh, math and like, little bit of science because that's we're scientists and I yeah. science. So we were always doing stuff like that in the summers. And the reason was because of how Tristan learns, if we didn't can keep that continual yeah, you don't learning continue. Yep. and that continual schedule, it would have been a complete shit show come September. He would not retain things and the schedule. Would that's what it's like for normal kids too. I, I don't know, if, I know if you remember going back in oh, September, like the what worst. the hell is this? I don't remember any of this stuff. I hated it. I even seeing the kids like in Walmart when we went shopping this week, I was like, oh, I just remember that first week back at school, how much I hated it. Getting back in that routine. Well, it's just classes. the first, yeah. Ugh, it was awful. So, <laughs> so, calm, but, calm so, but anyways, down. so we, yes. Yeah, so even before we homeschooled, we, we homeschooled. Yeah. Cause so. I think too, cause Tristan was half days as well. And then he'd come home and do some kind of homeschooling too. That was in, that was the year before we pulled them. So that was in his grade three year. Yes. He was on a modified day, right. the last half, like in the spring, summer. Right. Yes, so that's true. Yeah. yeah, we did. He was on a modified day. So, but so, so then I guess this is my question is, so we decided to do some homeschooling. So mm-hmm. I guess we just started to go slow. Um, but you've never done this before. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So maybe just, can you just talk a little bit about, what your first thoughts were in terms of what you were going to do and like how it was going to work. Okay. So this is the thing about me is a little bit of type A. And so I'm like, I got this. So of course you do. So I go and I look on our Ontario Provincial um, Board of Education website to look up all of the curriculum for both of their grades. Uh, what are they doing in math, language, science, social studies, everything. I even remember looking in the gym, the gym curriculum, and they're supposed to do dance. And I was like, shit, do I have to learn how to square dance? Like, is oh, this necessary? <laughs> like, but anyway, so, and then I'm looking at all the, the like expectations and I'm like, okay. And so I'm kind of making lessons based on this. And I'm like, okay, we're going to have like, you know, language and math and we're going to read this book and we're going to have like a whole full day. And this is when we're going to start. We're going to have a break here. We're going to have lunch. We're going to come back for school and we're going to school until three 30. And this is how it's going to be. And yeah, that's no, didn't work. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because you, 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 I remember you saying that like this was going to happen. And I'm like, the whole point of yes. homeschooling yes. is to not just do what they do there because that's, pretty that's another reason why we're doing it because what they're learning is kind of crap this is not how our kids need to be learning is not what they should be learning at this stage of the but if you are a type a inside the box thinker that i am that's 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 all you know how much more inside the box i'm gonna pull you out of school and just do the exact same thing at the kitchen table yeah yeah so but like that was like basically like all I knew. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. That's what we're going right. to do. Yeah. So no. It blew so then face. maybe describe how you transitioned away from that and to maybe start talking about yes. how you settled into a good so, routine and maybe where we are now. I don't know. Yeah. So it, it took about a year to kind of figure out, like, I think this is the big thing that people need to realize too. 
you have to de-school the kids because it's a whole new thing and you have to de-school yourself. So, like I had to totally de-school myself. So what do you mean by that? You're saying de-school the kids so and de-school yourself. have a transition time where you're just hanging out at home, playing together. If there's an opportunity for learning, like put it in, but really have like the lowest possible expectations. You're talking about like a summer break kind of thing or like a one or two week just not yeah. do anything? Yeah, like just like just chill out at first and then maybe mm. slowly kind of introduce some lessons and some structure to stuff. Okay. Whatever whatever works for you, whatever you think is going right. to work for your kids. So, and just like have like low expectations about what's going to happen. And I think the big thing is because I always thought you know, I have to be the perfect teacher, the kids have to be little geniuses because I'm taking them out. So they better know they have better be perfect. You know, if they have to be called on to take a test or answer a question, they better have the exact right answer because I'm, you know, like that captain fantastic movie yes. where the five-year-old is reciting yes. studies. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. come on. I know. Which so, is totally cool by the way. That'd be awesome to have a five-year-old <laughs> that could do that. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, not quite, uh, realistic, I guess. Yeah. So I think you have to let go of that because, no kid is like that, regardless of where they go to school, unless they are a genius. Um, so yeah, you have to, yeah, you exactly, have to, like you an actual have, genius. yeah, you have to let go of it. I mean, go, I think the best place to start though, is your provincial or state or whatever it is, uh, curriculum expectations. I know in the States, they actually do have to follow those expectations in some states. And so you do have to fulfill certain things. Like it's a, a bit more hardcore in some places. Mm. So like they, you have to meet certain requirements yes. in order to actually be able to continue teaching your I, kid. I think so. So how, how do you see, this is a way I think I when you have know. like certain rules or mandates or whatever, it's like at the end of the day, how are you going to enforce these things? Right. Is it by the gun? Like, is it that we'll take your kids away or are you going to no, go to jail? Do you know what I mean? Like at the end, if you're like, well, I'm learning, I'm teaching my kids this and this is what I think is best for my child. Yeah. So yeah, I, but yeah. I get it. Right. Like, could you imagine like, like say for us, like we legit we're teaching them every day. We're yeah, sitting down, yeah. but it's like, no, I'm not teaching them about this. I'm teaching them about that. Yeah. And are they, is someone going to be like, well, you're not following the curriculum. So that's, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. the punishment? Anyways, it's not anyways, the point of what we're talking about, but yeah, it's, just, it's just interesting to, to kind of think yeah, about. Yeah, but but anyways, I really think if you are really lost and you don't know what you want to do... Um, it's like a good I, place to start. It's a good. It's a really good place to start. And just start with, like, like very the basics, math, language, science, social studies. Yeah, and I was going to say, especially if you get sprung, something happens where it's like, oh yeah. my God, I got to pull my kids out of school and you're not even prepared, yeah. you know? Because I, I would imagine yes. a lot of people will be like ho-humming about this for like a year yes. or like a month. And yes. then you could be like, okay, well, you're going to do this. So here are maybe some homeschool resources that you kind of tap into yeah. that might be helpful. Like I know you really love Teachers Pay Teachers yeah. and it's a resource that has like little courses or like not lessons, lessons right? Like yeah. so you can like, oh, here's a little package on yeah. chemistry at the kind of great vibe level yes. or here's this thing. So you can just kind of take that yes. and put it together. Um and yeah, and then you'll have time to yeah. go over the curriculums and, and find out what your kids like and whatever and to develop your own lesson plans. Well, and I think the big thing That's too, what teachers do anyways, yeah, right? It is. Well, and I think like the big thing too, another reason to really take a look at those um, curriculum requirements is because like I'm always thinking about the future for these guys. I have been ever since Tristan was diagnosed. Like we need to be thinking, you know, five, 10 steps ahead here for his future and what mm -hmm. do we need to do now to get him to where he 
can be successful. And so when I looked at that, I was like, if we ever have to put them back in school, I want it to be an easy enough transition. And so that they're going to be learning the same thing, the same things as their peers. And so they're not going in and like clueless. Yeah. So there's that. And then also if they want to go to post-secondary, they have at least a pretty good foundation for if whatever tests they need to take to get in or whatever credits they need, I've given them that foundation. So it's there. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. Cause I know for me again, we're very different I know. cause I'm like, like, cause you're saying, Oh, go just in case I go back to, I'm like, they're not going back to school. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So why would I plan for that? I know. Uh, because we're take cause this is what's good. But you know, if, if, the only if the situation would be like if we both had to work or whatever, and then we have nothing to do, right? Then it's yeah. like, well, someone's gonna take care of my kid, so it's gonna be the school, right? So that that would be the, only, be the only scenario. Well, yeah. um, and then the other thing is like, yeah, if they do want to go to post secondary, first of all, now that's a don't. joke. I was gonna say, first of all, don't <laughs> post secondary is a joke because yes. it's just like, um, yeah. oh, I don't even want to we'll talk ha- about we'll how crap. This is another reason why why I think school is yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you just. Like if, if you have to take, I guess it depends. Like if it's like engineering or whatever, like you, I think you just have to like write an essay and then I think you, maybe you do have to do a test. I'm not sure, but even then it's going to be mostly on your English and your like how, again, how well you can write yeah, and so, how you know the basics of like the, like the mathematics, right? If you're going into engineering, yeah. calculus, whatever they're going to do, like test you on that. Maybe. I would imagine. I don't even I know, know what's required, but. So I know a homeschooler here who her daughter um, is going at one of the universities here. Right. So what they have to do. Um, so she actually did take some um, high school credits online just so she had So she had something. those credits. Yeah. Right. But it was only like, it was only a couple. And then her, her mom, the mom had um, like homeschool assignments and written work that she had done in homeschool. And, and put it in like a package. Yeah, exactly. And she made up her own transcript kind of thing for homeschool. So again, like that's what I've been doing since last year for Tristan. Right. Well, for start doing that yeah but you don't so want the transcript it. too of the last two years two years or whatever it is yeah. right that's that's the marks that they always looked at when yeah. we were in school yeah. right yeah so and then I, they met they went in and talked and then met and said this is what i want to do what do i need to do to get kind of get in and yeah they were like, yeah, this that's is true it. yeah you, you'll have the time to go yeah. it's like yeah, you're not exactly. homeschooling yet they're in grade 12 it's like you pull them out like before it's like yeah. what do they do it's like, yeah there. so but yeah. um but then i and i think too so once you kind of have an idea of the curriculum basic stuff, then I think the most important thing is what are your kids interested in? What are they good right. at? And focus on that as much as you can, like as much as you can. Yeah. So focus you, on their strengths. Yes. Focus on their strengths and focus on what they're interested in. Yeah. Use there, it to teach everything. Yeah. There's different philosophies on this in terms of like life where some people are like, you know, you got to double down on your strengths, right? Focus on what's, mm-hmm. what you're good at, which is true. I think if yeah. you want to be really good at something, you got to put forth the time. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people that are like, like David Goggins, for example, who's like, just double down on your weaknesses, right? So get, build up your, if you're not good at it, well then work hard to get good at it. So, but I think when you're talking about teaching kids and being in school, mm-hmm. I think, you do have to focus on their strengths. Like what do they love learning, especially at the start? Oh, well, well they really love math. Well then do math and make sure they get really good at that. So then they get used to being in that new environment of homeschool. Well, and get, builds up the confidence well, as well. Exactly. And your confidence as the teacher. Right? You're going to be having a much successes. easier time. And yeah, I get kind of put in the bank, those successes and those wins yeah. to then move on to those other subjects or categories that mm-hmm. they're not 
maybe they're not as strong as, but you know what? It, it is important, right? Like, oh, I know you don't like English, yeah. but this is really important. You know, you yeah. kind of have to learn how to but speak. Then, so. so, but then I guess like you're talking about strengths, but I'm also talking about interests. So then you would use their right. interests to help teach the one, the right. topics they're not as strong at. So, right, right, right. So, so like, here's if, one example is uh, Tristan and reading in the early days, it was just, a struggle. A struggle to get him to read. And I'm like, this is like kind of number one. You need to read. Like, we need to figure this out. But it was a struggle. And I'm like, if I fight him on this every single day, he's going to just hate it. And we're working. I'm just, I'm going to ruin it for him. So, and he loved to read just nonfiction Star Wars books. And I was like, he's reading. Does it right. really freaking matter what he's reading? Yeah. Like, just let it go. Let him read what he yeah. wants to read. And so, yeah. There's no problem now. He still is not yeah. a novel guy. I mean, he's read a oh, couple. Yeah. He's read a couple, but he reads. Still have things to, to work on. Yeah, but he course. reads all the time. So I'm not concerned about it. He reads and he comprehends, which is the biggest thing. Right. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So that's where it's like using those interests. And yeah. Like so use the interests to build up the things that you're not as, as strong in. Yeah. 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 Or if it's something that might be a little bit boring. Like if you're going to write word problems for math, well, write word problems about stuff they're interested in. Right, right. right. Like, if it's about hockey, it's like yeah, player A is going to yeah. skate into player B at uh, yeah. five miles an hour and he's going to, yeah. you know, at what point they're going to collide. And Well, and whenever I do that, like I make up funny stuff. They Like they always love it and it's way more engaging and it's like a smile comes to their face even though it's long yeah. division and they hate it. They're sure. just like, oh, this is funny. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You punch your sister three times. <laughs> But then she punches you five times. How many punches do you get a concussion? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but hey. Um, but then I think that conversation then also leads into um, to be successful with kids. You also need to be a little bit aware of their learning style. And I think that's a really big one. Um, Tristan, obviously I knew because we've been doing therapy for so long. I knew exactly what kind of learning style he is. He's a super visual learner. So I would have big anchor charts on the walls with pictures of what we were learning with the writing really big so he could see it in different colors. Um, so learn what your kid's learning style is. And so visual, I mean, obviously that's a pretty easy one. There's kids. Maya is a lot better with um, reading to understand things. And so this has been difficult for me to kind of figure it out um, because math comes very easy to me. It doesn't to her, but she's better at reading things and understanding. So I'm actually making up our own math curriculum that has mm-hmm. everything written out the concept explained in words, not just in pictures, how a lot of the math textbooks do it. She doesn't learn it that way. Um, And then writing out step by step by step, showing this is how you do the long division. This is the step and writing it out in words. Right. So So she can just read it. So she can just read it. Comprehend it a little bit better. Uh, And then other kids are like really kinesthetic. So they need to touch things. They're they're tactile. So it's like a lot, there's a really good... um, program for math called math you see and it's actually it's all they have all kinds of it's a curriculum but then they have blocks and manipulatives you can use to to make things for math so so that's for those kind of like those chemistry sets where you make molecules kind of but they're like blocks and they the blocks fit together and they have like a hundred tens ones fives kind of all stuck together yeah so i'm curious to 
See what that is? I want to play with those I things. I know. It's like <laughs> very expensive. But but if that if your kid learns that way, then that's a good investment to make, right? So All right. Just submit your credit card here. We'll yeah. take uh, five easy payments yeah. of twenty nine ninety five. Yeah. And so that's the thing, too, that I would say is like, you're going to be bombarded with looking at all these different boxed curriculums. Do not buy in your first year. Right. Don't, just don't do it. You're going to be so tempted to. They're going to look beautiful and gorgeous. The way they're all packaged in this nice package, just buy this and you'll don't be able to it. teach your kids everything, blah, do blah, blah. Do not do it. Yeah. Just wait. Figure it out first. Take it, take it in. Figure out what your kid's learning style is, their interests. Because the people I know that have bought them, there's always something in there they don't use or it's not suited to them. or there's Maybe most of the things in there they don't use. Yeah, so um, that's the problem with that. And we're talking, you know, thousands of dollars. We're not oh, talking yeah. about not like talking a couple about, hundred bucks yeah, here, no, no, you know, no. thousands of dollars on these different things and like per more, year. Because if you have more than one kid in completely different grades, like we're lucky enough, the kids are close enough in grade and learning level. Like we could just do all the same thing. Like we're really lucky that way. Yeah. But if you have two kids, like grade one and grade five, you're going to be buying two different boxed curriculums per year. Like that's, yeah, no, at least two. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. For sure. That's so. a lot. So yeah, yeah, that that all ties back into what we're saying about how schools, they're not tailored for the individual, right? So if a kid, like like that, any teacher, they're not going to be like, well, this kid likes to learn this way. So I'm going to get the materials for that. Or I'm going to design the core. Like, no, they can only design it one way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of the kids fit that way, but what about all the rest of the kids, right? They yeah, don't learn that way. Exactly. So they're going to be exactly. having a, a, a much harder time. And then you may want to think, you may think, oh, if I buy this curriculum, then I can reuse it for my younger kid. But again, if your kid, if your younger kid doesn't learn like your older kid, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, unless you just force them to learn that way. Yeah, right? Which, and that's when a lot of homeschoolers I find they end up butting heads with their with their kids. The kids They're like, oh, yeah. it's not going well. It's not happening. It's like, well, yeah. are you trying to force things that shouldn't yeah. be forced? Have you tried different Something learning different. style? Have you not, yeah. are you not, um, like are you spending too much time? And that's maybe, should we talk about that in terms of how, you know, initially your idea of homeschool was like, oh, they're just going to do six or eight hours yeah. a day and we're just yeah, going to yeah. be good. And like, and yeah. where, where, where are we now? Like, so, so now we're just a few hours a day. So we're like nine, nine thirty to twelve thirty one. Yep. And that's it. So, and we've been that way for a few years For a now. while now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that balance. And yeah. it's one of the things that I've always said is that you can be at school for, you know, six or seven hours, but then, you know, you got the lunch break, you got all the other nutrition breaks, um, you know, you have the teacher going in there, but they got to deal with the other idiot and the kid who's always throwing stuff at other kids. <laughs> you got the other one that's over there breaking the computers, you know, <laughs> like, and he's got to, you got to deal with all these problems. Yeah. How much actual learning is a kid getting or the kids or the teachers saying a lesson, yeah. but the kids are not paying attention because there's 30 yeah. kids and one can monitor. So like how much learning is a kid actually getting? Yeah. But then let's be generous and let's say 50% of the time. So that's three hours out of six, right? So yeah. Here we go in the homeschool environment where you sit down for three hours and you're getting one-on-one or in this case one-on-two or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're getting that personalized teaching where you're sitting down and actually learning yeah. like that whole time and then that's it, Yep. right? You sit down, you get your work done in three hours and then you just get out, yep. you know? Yep, so exactly. and, and And like how much do you need to sit down? I mean, they don't need to go out and get a job tomorrow. You know what I mean? There's time to learn all this there's kind of so stuff, much right? Time. Yeah, and I think the older you get and the more, the thing is too, is what they don't teach. Like you got to learn how to learn too. So yep. once the, we get the kids being more independent, yep. 
they can start learning for themselves. And it's just like how you're an adult, right? If you want to start learning how to do something, you don't have a teacher. I mean, I guess you can hire a class, whatever, but you know what I mean? It's, it's the work yeah. that you're putting in yeah. is going to gauge how successful you are. And it's the yeah. same thing for kids uh, with school. I mean, yeah, you can't teach someone who just doesn't want to learn. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's kind of our, our, our homeschool journey. Is there anything else? That, yeah, well, there's yeah, a big yeah. one. So the big, the big thing that people are going to tell you when, or ask you when you pull your kids is, oh, what about socialization? Right. And that is just, just. Like, that's what the phone's for. Just accept that that is a question you're just going to get until the end of time, because that's just what it is. Um, and I mean, if your kids already have friends in your neighborhood, like you're fine. Like, But that was for fine. me being so anti-school, I guess you can say, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that. Um, that was also, that is my biggest concern yeah. or was like, well, yeah, you know, you're pulling them out of, course. of whatever. And that, that my I think that's like concern a concern too, other than learning how to interact or sorry, learning like math and science or whatever, you got to learn how to function Deal in society with, with other people. Yeah, of course. So that's like, that's half, yeah. of, that's half the battle. Yeah. So, so that was important to me. And yeah. still, still is important so, to me. and I mean, there's always opportunities. Well, I mean, not so much now, but there was yeah. where, I mean, there's people, there's kids in your neighborhood. There's all kinds of activities you can sign up for, like um, obviously like hockey, soccer, whatever, but those, but the fun thing about homeschool is there's all these secret ones that happen during the day when all the other kids are in school. And so this is where you need to really kind of find your homeschool peeps. And for me, it was really hard because not only were we new to homeschool, we were new to the city. So I hadn't even made any friends yet. So I didn't even have a community to get to kind of tap out and say, Hey, do you guys know anyone that homeschools? Right. And this is what we're talking about. When we moved to Sudbury, when we did homeschooling full time, well, yeah. started quite a few years ago. Yeah. So that was tough, but I just happened to meet a mom on Maya's soccer team that homeschooled and then that like opened the door to the whole community in Sudbury, which was really cool. So I got really lucky meeting yeah. her. Um, but, but the more... But still, the more people you go out and meet and put yourself yeah. out there, you'll... Yeah. Well, because the, the, it is. It's like a community. When you is, have homeschoolers, yeah. they end up knowing each other. Oh, yeah. Their kids end up going to different places together yeah. during the day, different yeah. field trips or whatever. They organize yeah. like actual field trips like you would in school where the kids get together and do things. So... Yeah. So look, so, so if you are... So how, yeah, how would you do this? So Say someone's going to going to want to homeschool. So number one go out to places during times when other kids are in schools because the families that you see that are out when other kids are supposed to be in schools, they're probably homeschoolers. Um, right, and especially s- when you see kids, like why aren't you yeah, in school? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you kind of just have to suck it up and go for it and just say, oh, hey, are you here because you're homeschooling? You got to suck it up <laughs> if you're... If you're a shy person, that doesn't what I am. So that's tough, but you just got, you have to do it. So really good places to go, like science center. The big one for us was the science center in Sudbury. Um, when we moved here, library, science North, science North, say science center, it's science sci- North. Everyone science knows center. it's science North. Anyways. No one calls it. Don't call it that. It's blasphemy. The best place to go for homeschoolers is the library. Like that's like the homeschooler hub. So usually, um, there'll be like homeschoolers that have like 
a, a day or an afternoon that they've kind of rented and then there's programming there for homeschoolers. Yep. So that's a really good place to go. I just ask the librarian, say, is there any homeschool programs that happen yep. here or that you know of? Yeah, um, I, I think it depends on the age of, of your kids as well too. Yeah. But I would say 100%. now too, there's, there's gotta be now like online groups I was just gonna say, so, so much more than there was when we first started homeschool. So yeah, like I think I'm a part of like, I don't know how many different homeschool groups on Facebook right now. And so right. the that's where they say like, oh, this is happening, you know, come out and join us. The big thing here is um, one of the moms organizes, it's a whole morning. It's only for homeschool kids at the big um, sportsplex here and it's swimming lessons. So the whole right. place is rented out just for homeschoolers. Right. So, and that's all on, that's how I knew about it was on Facebook. So yeah. Yeah. And even like look up like homeschool groups in my area, like just Google it or whatever. And yeah. they'll, you'll, there's, cause there's a couple different websites and then they'll have links to their Facebook pages and then you can cut, you know, how you why, search. Why are you listening stuff. to us? I mean, I just use the internet. Yeah, you exactly. don't know. <laughs> how do I find this? Like yeah. use the internet. What, what's The only thing I'll say, I did have a hard time finding the Facebook group, the main Facebook group for this area, because the name was really not intuitive and I had to uh, one of the moms had to tell me what it was oh really yeah, yeah that's interesting so it was because it's called the comedy of errors yeah, that's weird so which yeah so anyways I would never have found that on my own that's the only kind of thing to be aware sure of. it's kind of crappy but even if you just do google searches or whatever yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. something you'll, will come you'll up try even. And, yeah you'll find yeah. something but um, so that's a big one. And the thing is, is like, it's not just for your kids. It's for you too, because it's just like, even the kids are like, Oh my God, mommy talks so much. <laughs> You're always talking. So, but that's, it's nice. Cause you can compare curriculum. You can compare strategies. You can compare a bunch of other things. Yep. Um, so that part's really, yeah. And make some friends and all that stuff. All yeah. That fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. And um, then plan outings together with your kids well, and then or you, you find like the secret things like we had um in Sudbury there was like a not secret but just you wouldn't know about it unless you knew the people and it was um the drop-in gymnastics so which the kids loved right the homeschool that was their favorite thing yeah. so and that was during the day so there was not very many there's people nobody there, there of course yeah, during the all, the, all, the, all the other kids are at school yeah it's the best so so yeah um and then I guess one, two more things. Two more things. If you, yeah. if you, if you wish. I wish. So the one thing um, is really like pick your battles with your kids. Um, like we were talking about the reading with Tristan. I, I knew if I pushed it and pushed and pushed, it was not going to end well. So kind of be able to gauge that. The other thing was, they always want, when they were little, they just always wanted to wear their pajamas all day. And this drove me freaking nuts because I hate wearing pajamas all day. Yeah, I'm like, you hate wearing pajamas all day, but yeah, they don't, they don't. And so what's the big deal with that? There's no big deal. Yeah, just let it be. Let it be. The only rule was you have to put clothes on. People come over when we go out. So, yeah. you know, that's reasonable. So, but really like, just really pick your battles with it. Or, and I think this was the thing too with me because I'm type A, I'm like, Oh, we need to read all these like really classic books, like black beauty. And you know, all that? Of, I've never I heard of that book before. Oh, it's like a horse book. It's a classic apparently, or all these like other, oh, like, apparently. So you don't even know. No, it is. It is. Um, and all these like other classes, well, we need to read those. Well, we can't read, you know, like 
like regular, like modern contemporary stuff. Like we can't read that. We need to like, we really need to dig in and delve into these books. And it's like, you yeah. actually no, you don't. You don't. And the kids are not into that stuff at all. So why bother? You can make novel study lessons really comprehensive and really great using stuff they're into. So again, it's about their interests. Right. Yeah. Maya loves Percy Jackson. So Percy Jackson was one of our, one of our yeah. uh, novel studies. It's like, you just think of like, yourself and like watching movies yeah do you want to watch those oh look at this movie this is the most cinematic whatever yeah. blah 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 you know old school yeah. 1930s Citizen movie yeah. and you're like what the fuck the hell is this, this is bullshit i want to watch uh well and then the funny thing though is like sometimes you'll get these amazing surprises that you will not expect right. and you're just like oh this is amazing so tristan was in grade nine last year and i was like okay we have to we have to do a Shakespeare. And I was like, you know what? Just a one and done. We'll do Romeo and Juliet because it's like the easiest one. We'll just do that one and done. At least I've introduced it, right? At least he's had the exposure. I think that's important. Well, both kids. And we read it and they loved it. Yeah. They were asking, can we do another one? And I was like, really? And this one, we did another one. And then they're like, can we do another one? I was like, yeah, he's got a, he's, three in one year. Like this he's got, is amazing. He's got, few, he's got a few books. Yeah. So those ones will shock you, which is fun. That's yep. the fuss, the really fun part. Yep. Um, and the last thing I'll say is just give you, give yourself and give your kids some grace, especially at the start. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We were saying that. Don't put pressure on yourself. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad parent. You're not. Well, some of you are. Come on, let's be probably. real. You're not. <laughs> you're not failing your kids. If you have bad days, just don't. Just let it go. It just stop homeschooling. Do you think you're not gonna? Day. Do you not have bad days at work? Yeah. Do you think you never had a bad day when you were a kid? You know. Yeah. It happens. And, and some days, like you, just pull the plug on it. Just stop it because you. There's no learning that's gonna happen if it's a rough day. Like if there's a meltdown, just pull the plug on that day and just. Yep be done with it. Yep. Um, but you just, just get you, them out back doing yard work for a couple hours. hundred percent. That'll teach them. Hundred <laughs> percent. The you don't want to do school work? Well, you're going to do some hard labor. <laughs> Throwing the snake bit. Uh, <laughs> I got to get one of those. <laughs> but, um, no, I think it's just really important just to be kind to yourself and make sure you get some breaks for yourself because it's intensive when you're with them all day, right. every day. Well, three hours, three hours a day for the homeschool. Well, for homeschool, but then you got a plan nah, and you're still with them for the rest of the day. So, Give yourself uh, some so time you get as the well. deadbeat husband to do some work. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's like about it. Yeah, that's pretty much our our, our journey. Yeah. It's 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 been a long one. I mean, like I've said, we've been homeschooling for almost seven years now. Yep. Um, but thinking about it, probably for nine, ten. Like I said, almost since Tristan was two. So yeah. probably even then I was like, okay, well, how's this gonna work? Right. Even then, it was always like, oh, I don't know. But like I said, I think we got combination of luck and, and your yes. hard work to, to get that really good school at the start. The start yeah. Uh, but even then he was still at the end, he was still half days God, because yeah. it was getting was older still, and there, there was still, was still stuff. We, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't delve into, any, into that. any of that, but it was still really rough. Right. There was still really, right. I mean, Tristan's like days. a different, a different person now. And Oh yeah. 100%. Anyways, so if looking back now, mm -hmm. Oh geez, I, oh, I kind of, there's kind of a question I wanted to ask. Um, how, how well, like if we took, put the kids back in school now, how well do you think that they would do? And like, do you think Tristan would still, especially Tristan, would he still have as hard time as he did back then? Um, 
Yeah. You still think he would have? I think really bad meltdowns. Like he hasn't had a meltdown. No, and yeah, I don't think he'd have a meltdown. I think, I think all the noise and I just all I can think about is locker door slamming shut. That's all I can think about, and I'm just like, I feel like that would be that'd be hard. Um, I feel like spending so long inside all day would be hard. Um, not having that autonomy. They're both so used to having so much autonomy. Um and managing their own time, I think that would be, I feel like they would be feel like they're rats in a cage. Mm. Um, but like, you know, in terms of like school stuff, yeah, they'd be fine. No, I'm not talking about school stuff, Larry. I'm talking about the whole thing, yeah. right? Like, would they be successful? Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I think they would. They eventually. would like the classes, but I feel like, I feel like the whole social atmosphere is, I mean, that's a whole podcast on its own. I feel like that is just a whole different it's, it's a different thing. Yeah. So yeah. And add autism onto that. and Yeah, it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. So anyways, but regrets? Ugh, that, no. we didn't do it, that we didn't do it earlier? Right. <laughs> and this is what, yeah. and it's funny because that's the same answer that every homeschool mom will give you. We should yeah. have done it earlier. Should have done it earlier. Wow, I was wishy-washy for like a couple of years, didn't know what to do. Should have done it. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you want to do it, just take the take plunge. Take the plunge. Do take it. a couple of months, you know, if if your kids are fine in school now or whatever. Yeah. Take the time, get some curriculum stuff together, like your like, like your own lessons or whatever. Start pulling things together, like you said. Look at the school board. So, and the the big thing I will say is I, we've never bought a. a a big box curriculum. No, I think never we already, will. I think we ever we already mentioned that. But the one thing I will say is I do really like. Teachers pay teachers. Yeah, we, we talk, we talk yeah about because that. you can just buy like the one. There's so many great sellers on there. Just search and things will come up yep. in like all different price ranges. And I oh, like five bucks or ten yeah, bucks. Yeah, and, and you can get some really good stuff. And I'll do another post on like my favorite sellers on there because sometimes you do kind of get duds. Yeah. Um, but there's some really great one, like real, and there's even one like I'm reusing one that I already bought. I've used it, I think. I don't know, five years ago and we're just kind of reusing just doing it, it again. as just a review mm-hmm. for, for next stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's, it's just great. Cause it's just one off lessons. And then again, you can tailor it to what your kids into. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, just, just, just take the plunge, take the plunge, do it. You won't, you won't be sorry. You won't No, It's the best. And kids yeah. might, but, <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, no, kids, kids, yeah. kids will love it and reach out if you, if you have more questions that we didn't cover, or like you have, yeah. It is all. Oh, here's the plug. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm all just right. saying. Where do you want people to go? <laughs> reach out. Well, we have our email, so email. Oh, me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, just email. just just check out check out our website. We got some posts yeah, on I do there have about a po- homes. Yeah, I do have a post up there. We'll always yeah. have more stuff going on there yeah. as well too. And there's lots of different books too. If you really want to read up, that you know, I can write a post about yeah. that as well. Just some more resources and. Yep. Um, yeah, but just, yeah, reach out and, and chat. I'm always right here. Right on. Yeah, our website is nutuplife.com. Yep, yep. And that's that's us. That's where you can find yeah. us. Yeah. So with that, I think that's it. I think we're I good. Think so. I think we're, we're all ho- homeschooled out, at least the beginning anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's our story. And hopefully there's some bits of information there that you can find useful from, yeah. from our journey, yeah, which mistakes. is still our mistakes and um, <laughs> stuff that's still going on, still, yeah. still learning and still teaching obviously. Yep. So yep. maybe things will have, be completely different in two years. Who knows? Um, 
but we're very happy with our choice and we're very happy with the progress that our kids are making. So yep. everything is going great and yeah. hopefully it'll go great for you as well. Yeah. So thank you very much once again for listening, watching, yes, or however you. else you are consuming, absorbing this. Consuming. Consuming the content. The content. Um, however, we're tickling your ears these days. <laughs> That's and um, you always gotta you always gotta go there. You always gotta go, you gotta make it weird. I Why you gotta make this weird? None of this it. should be weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> this should be fine. Anyways. And with that. Have a good one. Have a good Thank one. you for listening, watching. We'll not up, it. not up this week. Not up this week. Mm-hmm. Do, okay. it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Start homeschooling this week. There you go. That's what uh, that's what Henry says. Just homeschool this week. Homeschool this week. All right. Cool. Have a good one. See you next time. See you next time. I came from the mud.